Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of games from a variety of eras and a variety of genres. I am your resident host and podcast discusser, Ethan, and we are continuing our journey through the Kanto region, which means we are joined again by Wecon. Wecon has entered the chat. Yes. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> yes, uh, Recon right. has entered the I chat. Ethan is delighted by this news. Uh, sends <laughs> happy emojis, smiling emojis, all sort of nonsense. Uh, so, last episode we covered uh, Lieutenant Surge's German, sort of how to beat him and stuff like that. Uh, covered the areas around that, and we just finished up on Route 9, but we had the question of the millennium being that can Meowth still learn Thunderbolt? Did you find an answer? Yes. And uh, the answer is yes. Meowth can still learn Thunderbolt, apparently in every game. <laughs> yes. So, uh, like, in the last episode we sort of discussed how there was a Thunderbolt TM on Route 9 and Meowth can learn it. Uh, Meowth and Rattata can learn it. I was pretty sure that Meowth could still learn it, because I was pretty sure I used it, but we had to hire an independent private investigator, Norlock Sholmes, and we found the answer. Norlock Sholmes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first name that popped into my head. So, uh, we pretty much finished up with Route 9, so I suppose we're entering the rock tunnel area. Um, yes, so after Route 9, double check to make sure, I believe there is a small area. Yeah, like there's a small sort of grassy uh, area with a Pokemon uh, Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is technically Route 10, which mm -hmm. comes on Route 10. Mm -hmm. But it's like a um, small patch, and really, uh, and Route 10 is sort of... I consider Route 10 to be mainly after Rock Tunnel, even though it is, again, a small patch between Rock Tunnel and Lavender Town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially for Route 10, before Rock Tunnel, there's a Pokemon Center, and there is some grass where you find some Pokemon. Yeah, uh, anything um, of note? Uh, let's see. So you can get a Voltorb, uh -huh. which I believe this is the first time you could get one. Yeah. Uh, Voltorb, I suppose, is our first sort of main electric type if you're not playing yellow. Uh, obviously you can catch Pikachu in Viridian Forest, but that is sort of a low encounter rate. Uh, would you recommend adding Voltorb to the team? Um, if you do not have, uh, an electric type, then Voltorb is definitely a good choice. Mm -hmm. Because, um, if you do still have the Thunderbolt TM, you can teach it to Voltorb. Yeah. Yeah, if you still have it. <laughs> uh, if you haven't used it on your Meowth or your Rattata yet. Uh, and I was going to say, isn't this bit of Route 10 the way to get to the power plant as well? But obviously that's sort of later game stuff. Yeah, essentially there's some water above the grass, but you, you have no way of doing anything with that. So yeah. aside from fishing for magic, there's nothing else to do with the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Again, with all options exhausted, our next stage is to head into Rock Tunnel. 
uh, rock tunnel is pitch black, uh, so you can't really see anything. I remember the first time I played this game, I did not know. It was quite funny because I was like, firstly, I was playing it in the car, and anyone who's grown up in the 90s who had a Game Boy knew that if you weren't playing your Game Boy in your room with perfect lighting, it was impossible to see a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did that too. <laughs> So, I was trying to play this on the car, I entered Rock Tunnel, I didn't have Flash, and I didn't know how to get Flash, which we went over how to get in the last episode. So I had to, like, look up a map of Rock Tunnel on my phone and sort of, like, try and guess it. And I was always, like, really arty kid, so we always had, like, paper and stuff in the car, so I, like, drew out sort of, like, a really crude sketch of the area, and was like, okay, I've taken one step forward, I've taken another step, another step, another step, trying to figure out how the hell I got through it. I did eventually get through! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, quite... I took a more difficult route with Rock Tunnel when I was younger, and it didn't have Flash. Um... <laughs> Because in Rock Tunnel, uh, if you don't have Flash, it is it is dark. It's very dark. Yeah. Um, but if you look very closely, and if you can see on your uh, on your Game Boy that you can see like a little like little thin lines that are a little brighter, because that's like the wall. Yeah. So I would scale the wall until I got out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, we don't recommend you do this. We recommend <laughs> that you. Yeah, we recommend you go through Diglett's cave, uh, come out the other end, speak to Professor uh, Oak's assistant, and get the TM for Flash. Yeah, yeah, he'll definitely want to, because scaling the wall takes a very long time, and it's not worth it. Huh. Uh, so, uh, anything of note in Rock Tunnel? Uh, any sort of new Pokemon, or is it pretty much the same as Mount Moon? Um, let's see. So the Pokemon that you'll mainly find in Rock Tunnel are Zubat, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, Bane of your you existence. Find... Uh, yeah. It's probably what you'll be finding throughout most of your journey through this as multiple Yeah. Um, but then there's also uh, Geodude, Machop, and Onyx. Yeah. Uh, Onyx, which you would have seen as Brock's ace, uh, would you rec- is this our first time encountering Onyx? Uh, yeah, I believe this is our first time encountering a wild Onyx. Yeah. That you have the option to catch. Yeah. Uh, so would you recommend adding it to your team? Um, I don't know if it's something I can really- recommend because i don't really know what onyx can do yeah. that your team can't already do with it being a rock round type yeah uh for me personally i feel like there are better options for rock and ground types like uh rhyhor rhydon rhyhorn or whatever it is and geodude uh because they can evolve and while rocks and while onyx is pretty strong to me, sort of multiple stage evolutions are always better than single stage ones. Yeah, yeah. Onyx can be a good choice, like, early on, but, like, as the game goes on, and the fact that he doesn't evolve, like, all your other Pokemon are going to get stronger than him, so it may not be worth it to get Onyx. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, really, add Onyx if you think it will be good, but we're neither going to advise nor mock you for choosing to go for it. Uh, any new trainers? Uh, 
Um, yeah, Rock Tunnel has one new type of trainer, which is the Pokemaniac. <laughs> uh, Pokemaniacs are sort of mad collectors who obsess over rare Pokemon. So they will use sort of Pokemon that are harder to find. I think like Lickitung, Chansey, and Onix mainly. Um. Yeah, they generally have like the less common ones. <laughs> um. There are some Pokemaniacs in this rock tunnel that have like Cubone and Slowpoke. Yeah. Yeah, and I would, I, personally, I consider Cubone and Slowbroke to be, uh, Slowbloke. <laughs> that's the new, re that's the new regional variant, Slowbloke. <laughs> they should have done that for Galar because bloke is like an English saying. Yeah, that would be his, uh, his regional form in Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> Slowbloke. <laughs> Slowbloke. Uh, no, so, anyway, uh... Anything of note for Yellow uh, in terms of trainers or distribution or anything? Um, no, no. Yellow is pretty much everything is the same. Mm -hmm. Rock Tunnel is mapped out the same. The trainers are pretty much the same. Nothing really changes for Yellow. Yeah, unless you're playing on a Game Boy Color, which you're stuck with a horrible yellow tint. Actually, I think it's the original Game Boy that had the tint because the Game Boy Color really? had color. Really? Huh. I believe so. No, I remember playing, well, I played uh, Red and Blue on my Game Boy Color and they had sort of a terrible red tint around everything. Mm. Like a red and a blue tint, respectively. Uh, anyway, if that's all for Rock Tunnel, uh, nothing of note, we will come out and I suppose we'll cover Route 10 then. Uh, yeah, so after leaving Rock Tunnel, you will continue Route 10, um, mm. which is... Uh, only a few steps before the next town, and there's a couple trainers, but they're pretty much the same as all the trainers you've been fighting in Rock Tunnel, so nothing's really yeah. worth noting. Uh, and we did sort of cover Route 10's Pokemon in the last episode, a new Pokemon being Voltorb. I can catch Voltorb on this side. Is there actually any grass on this side? Um, no. This side is just a couple trainers, and that's really it. There, there's no wild Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so... You move on to your next town in the game, that being Lavender Town. Uh, Lavender Town is famous for the Pokemon Tower, and I suppose, and I think this is like the origin of like the creepy Poke Girl. Is there one in Generation One? Uh, yes. So there's the girl, um, who's near the Pokemon Tower that you can talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, and essentially, when you talk to her, she she asks you if you believe in ghosts. Uh, um, and I believe what happens is if you say no, then she says, oh, well, that hand on your shoulder, I'm just imagining that, aren't I? <laughs> uh, sort of classic cheesy horror film joke, I suppose. Like that's, yeah. like, that's the sort of joke you get in, like, a slasher film or something, when they've all split up and they're looking for the killer, and then they'd be like, oh, Brenda, I suppose that arm on your shoulder, I'm just imagining it, aren't I? And then the character freaks out, and then they just laugh, and then suddenly the killer comes up behind them and kills them. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was working on a university assignment uh, last night, and I had uh, slasher films in the background to keep me up. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Yeah. That's very soothing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that explains my sort of brain fart and forgetting about a gentleman in uh, uh, last episode <laughs> because I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not really. I did sleep before I came on. I would hope so. Sleep oh. is important. Mm-hmm. You can't adventure if you don't get a good night's sleep. Yes, although if you're in. Although if you're the character in a Pokemon game, you sort of just get up and walk, and when they're not playing, you just exist in a state of external nothingness. Time stands still when the game is off. Yeah, we're really bringing the horror and the sort of, like, uh, wider sort of revelations in this episode, but I suppose it's appropriate. That's, that's what Lavender Town does to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Lavender Town, obviously the building of Note is the Pokemon Tower... Uh, like, obviously that's, like, the main sort of building of Note. Uh, we'll come to that in a bit, but is there anything else of Note in Lavender Town? Um, so, in Lavender Town, one thing worth noting is the, uh, I guess, I guess worth noting is the name Raider. Yeah. Because he's in Lavender Town. Mm-hmm. Um, in which you can talk to him, and if you nicknamed your Pokemon, or you didn't nickname them and you want to, uh, you can, he can change them for you. Now... In Generations 1 to 4, I always went to the name rater because something that really annoyed me is Pokemon's names come up in all caps in Generations 1 to 4. So I would always go to the name rater once a Pokemon had like fully evolved and then I would change the name just with like correct sort of capitalization. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so it would be like, oh, your Bulbasaur is that your. No, it'd be like, your Venusaur is now just Venusaur. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it's not so aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's not so aggressive. Uh, I suppose that explains why they kept fainting, because I wasn't shouting their names. Uh, is that all for, <laughs> <laughs> is that all for Lavender Town? Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's yeah. not really anything else worth noting in there. Aside from the tower, so... Yeah, uh, which we'll get to now. Uh, with Lavender Town, uh, the tower, and the tower is somewhat central to the plot of the game. Uh, there is sort of like a roadblock in the tower, but because the tower is quite large, we're going to cover the tower up to the roadblock and then explain what you need to do to get past that, rather than going on mm. to Route 7. So, uh... So, uh, Pokemon Tower is a, basically, a giant burial site. Uh, yes. It is a, essentially, a, a multi-floor tower full of, uh, graves. Yeah, uh... That's what it is, so... Uh, like, I do wonder, because, like, we have, uh, like, there's sort of, like, a sort of mass grave tower in sort of every region, like, uh, Mount Pyre in... Uh, Hoenn, uh, Celestic Tower in Sinnoh, uh, that sort of tower that's on, I think, Route, uh, 7 or 8 in Unova, uh, it's like, like, I don't know about you, but to me, sort of like the idea of a tower that is pretty much just a mass grave, like, freaks me out. Yeah, it's very, it's very nerving if you really think about yeah. it. And it's like, how yeah, like, deep are the floors? Like, how deep are the floors? Because it's like, obviously you need to get, like, the width of a body in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I guess they, they didn't really expect people to think too much about it, but Lavender Town is, like, 
the most famous town in the game. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of speculation and a lot of creepypastas that have arose on the internet because of them, so. Yeah. Uh, no, so, uh, you go into Pokemon Tower, the first floor is sort of like the sort of general waiting area where people are consoling and like buying lemonades and fresh waters and soda pops and etc. Then you move on to the next floor and who's on the next floor? Uh, Tracy. Yes. So, uh, this is a rival battle. Uh, this rival battle is quite notable in, I think it's the rival battle in yellow where his Eevee finally evolves this one. Uh, let me check here. I believe it does, yes. Oh, this would be the first rival battle you do where his Pokemon, um, actually... I don't think, in yellow, I don't think it's evolved yet. Really? I think by this point, it has decided which Pokemon it will evolve into, but it's still an Eevee. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll go, while we're looking into that, we'll go over his red and blue team first. Uh, so, what's his team in red and blue? Okay, yeah. What's up here? So, in red and blue, go to... So what he's got is he, as always, starts off with Pidgeotto, because that's mm -hmm. how he always starts. Yeah, uh, um, sort of the traditional flyer. Yeah, uh, let's see. And he's got uh, an Execute, which would be the first time you run into this Pokemon. Mm -hmm. uh, his Pokemon team sort of change, like, doesn't his team sort of change at this point as well, because... He gets, he has like his starter Pokemon and his Pokemon and another sort of like grass, fire, or water type. Uh, I think it's either the type, I think it's the type that's weak against yours that he has. Um, yeah, so definitely worth noting in this game is that depending on what starter you picked, his team will be different. Yeah. Um, so the only thing to note is that he will always have Pidgeotto mm -hmm. and he'll always have Kadabra. Yeah. Those two Pokemon are on his team, and then the starter, based on what you pick. So those never change. Yeah. Um, the two Pokemon. If yeah. you uh, picked Bulbasaur, he'll have Execute and Gyarados. Yeah. Um, if you pick Charmander, he'll have Growlithe and Execute. Mm -hmm. And if you pick Squirtle, he will have Gyarados and Growlithe. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, at this point, uh, in this at this point in yellow, he still has his Eevee, but the Eevee has decided what it'll evolve into. And you can sort of get a hint from that based on his team, because he'll have Pokemon to sort of uh, cover the type that Eevee will evolve into. So, like, if Eevee will evolve into a Jolteon, he'll have a Sheldra and a Vulpix. If Eevee will evolve into a... Flareon, he'll have Shelter and a Magmamite, and if Eevee will evolve into a Vaporeon, he'll have a Magmamite and a Vulpix. Yes, right. <laughs> yep, so in the games, this is like the point in the game where the Pokemon that you chose at the beginning actually like has an effect on what he'll have on yeah. his team. Yeah. Uh, but like, obviously we said his team's different, uh, but 
he will sort of have like those sort of Pokemon that he has will the free Pokemon that he has to replace or cover his starter will always be the same. Uh, the the only change between them is in Yellow version where he picks uh totally different ones. Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted to note that um there is a way for you to decide which Pokemon. Uh, his Eevee will evolve into. Yeah, let's go over this, because his Eevee will choose what to evolve into depending on your track record with him in battles. Yes, so, um, it is based on the very first two battles you do. Mm -hmm. So, if you lose the first battle in the game, mm -hmm. he will pick Vaporeon. Mm -hmm. Um, if you win the first battle but then lose or skip the second battle, mm -hmm. he will pick Flareon. Mm -hmm. And if you win the first battle and win the second battle of Route 22, he'll pick Jolteon. Yeah. Uh, and you can sort of um, manipulate this to your benefit, because if you choose the sort of way to get so as Eevee evolves into Vaporeon, uh, your Pikachu will automatically be effective against it. Essentially, yeah. So if you want to make the battle, if you want to make the game a little bit easier for yourself, you can intentionally lose the first battle. Yeah. So that way you'll have Vaporeon and you'll have the advantage. Yeah. Uh, but also, at the same time, if you want to make it harder, you can pick Jolteon so it's like you resist each other. Yeah, if you want to show how much better you are than Tracy, you can beat him in the first two games and then he'll also pick him. Yeah. You know, which honestly wouldn't be too bad because at this point we have Sandshrew and Diglett and we can we can deal with Jolteon. Yeah. Uh, so for going back to Red Blue, any sort of tips to deal with his team there? Um, yeah, so one thing is I'm trying to think what would be the best way to go about Kadabra because Kadabra is going to be the biggest issue being a psychic type. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, like, bug types, which are sort of meh, again, in Generation 1. So, really, I don't really think there is any effective way to deal with his Kadabra. Yeah, I think you really just want to hit it as hard as possible, as fast as possible. I mean, its def defenses are really low, so as long as you hit it with physical attacks... Well, physical and special defense are pretty low. But if you, obviously, special is higher. Well, no, because there isn't special defense in Generation 1. Special attack and defense are grouped as one stat. Yes, in Gen 1, it's just special. Yeah, so... That is for attack and defense. Yeah, so, uh, if you're... So, physical moves against it, though, because its physical defense is really low. Yeah, yeah, its defense isn't great. So, if you have, like, a strong Pokemon, if you have a Pokemon that can do, like, strong physical moves, like, someone would, like, tackle, or, like, uh, a, like, headbutt, body slam, because, like, Drowsy can go headbutt, yeah. um, but any strong physical move would be the way to go to beat Kadabra. Yeah. Uh... Um, and then, as for, uh, Gyarados, uh, Gyarados is very weak to electricity. Well, it's four so, times weak. Wait, what? Yeah, it's four times weak to water and... Well, it's a water flying type, so it's four times weak to electric. Yes, yeah. So if you use your 
uh, Voltorb or Meowth that knows Thunderbolt. Yeah. <laughs> and you can very easily kill Gyarados. Yeah. Uh, you go for the Meowth that knows Thunderbolt because Meowth also learns Payday, so you can get some coins. <laughs> yeah, although you will want to be careful because his Gyarados does know Dragon Rage, yeah. and Dragon Rage is a pretty strong move. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Rage, doesn't that deal? F I think that's the Dragon type move that deals 40 hit, like 40 points of damage, and like nothing you do will reduce that number. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, what makes Dragon Rage scary is that, yeah, you can't make it any weaker. It will always do 40. But and I think at this point in the game, Dragon Rage could kill your Pokemon in probably like two hits. Yeah. Well, as definitely at this point, at this point, I would say definitely three would be more than enough. Because you might just have uh, barely enough hanging on after two. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're lucky, you can survive two of them, but you definitely want three. Yeah. Uh, anyway, continuing up uh, the Pokemon Tower, uh, next we have a few floors uh, with sort of wild Pokemon and trainers. So, would you like to introduce us to them? Uh, yeah, let's go here. So, um, well, yes, but also no. Because uh, in the tower, you can go through the tower, and there are trainers. Um, so I guess we can start with them. Yeah. Um, this would be the first time that you run into the channeler trainer. Yeah. Uh, funny story. Uh, when I when I played this, I didn't know what channeler was. I thought it was like a channeler is in a TV channeler, like they would come and like fix your TV channels. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like a bit confused like why are they in a tower why are they using ghosts why are they going on about spirits I thought they were here to fix the TV <laughs> that's what TV does to you if you watch it for too long <laughs> yes I was a stupid child <laughs> um, uh, like, uh, going back to earlier when we sort of discussed like creepypastas and theories uh, there is this popular theory that every channeler in the Pokemon Tower is possessed by the Pokemon that they use. Would you say that has any weight to it? Um, you know, it's hard to say, <laughs> but it's definitely plausible. Yeah. Because the channelers are essentially like, they're like the hexes <laughs> that, like, talk to spirits and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, they do generally only use ghost Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think it's possible that, like, the Pokemon that they use could be the ones that are, like, controlling them. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Parasect. Except yeah, yeah no, that freaks me out. Let's not go back there. <laughs> uh, anyway... After, uh, so I believe it's on the fourth floor, I think. It's on the fourth or the fifth floor of the tower. Uh, you basically keep proceeding through uh, the Pokemon Tower, fighting uh, channelers. There is a heal spot uh, before the floor, I believe. And on this floor, the fourth or fifth one, you encounter a ghost. Um... Actually, it would be that when you get into the game, um, the 
yeah, you would run into a ghost, basically. Yes. In which it's not, it's just a wild ghost, is all the game calls it. Yeah, it's... Like, it's not a ghost-type Pokemon or anything. It is literally like a ghost of spirit that fights you. Uh, you can't fight it. Uh, you can't catch it or anything. So your only option really is to run and leave the tower because you're stuck. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You you can't progress uh, further up to the tower. Yeah. Um, the ghost just tells you to leave. Uh, your Pokemon is too scared to fight it because yeah. it's not a Pokemon. Yeah. So... There's not really anything you can do. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, I don't know if the game tells you how to get this, but I know that to beat the ghost, you need the item, uh, the Sylph Scope. Uh, does the game tell you this in any way, or do you have to sort of work it out for yourself? Because I remember being just stuck. Um... I believe at this... The game doesn't tell you until you actually get it. Yeah. In which... It's not something you can miss because you have to get it. Yeah, well, it's part of the story. It's but... not It's not like when you leave the tower, a random thing comes out and says, oh, there's that ghost. If only we had a sylph scope, but I've heard sylph companies in a bit of trouble right now. If only there was some way to get one. I don't I don't think there's anyone like that in the game. Yeah, like, not even an NPC okay. you can talk to randomly or anything like that, which kind of sucks because yeah. you're just sort of, like, going blind now at this point unless you've... Yeah, because... I mean, obviously yeah. now we have the internet, but in those days it would be like you were going blind until you sort of got it and beat the game so you would know what to do next time. Yeah, it's essentially the game, it seems like the game is trying to force you to move on without finishing this, which mm. I know a lot of people don't like doing, yeah. where it's just like, what do I, how do I beat this ghost? Like, what do I do? I can't fight it. You can't catch it. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. And you're just forced to move on. Yeah. Uh move on unknowing just like all of lavender town <laughs> yeah uh anyway uh that's going to be it for this episode uh next time we'll sort of point you in the right direction to buy a self-scope now uh they are unfortunately not available for purchase but we will show you where you can find one and we'll hopefully get to that in the next episode and uh, knowing us with our rambling we probably won't <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Let's have to tune into the next episode and find out. Yeah. Well, you'll have to find out. It's like the mystery of the millennium. Can we have learned Thunderbolt? <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to shout out your channel for those of the listeners who haven't heard it yet? Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I have a YouTube channel. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, which is, uh, Chaos Roy. Mm -hmm. C-H-A-O-S-R-O-Y. In which uh, I do a variety of games on there, whether it be gameplay or just discussing things about uh, the most recent things that have been happening in the game. Yeah. So it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. So you're like a budget IGN, but better. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I do like reviews. It's more of just like a. I try to be a bit more less. Uh, I try to be a bit less business about it. Yeah, it's more just like a personal experience. Yeah, uh, which is something I enjoy. It's sort of like the sort of personal touch and that. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us on another episode of Chapter by Chapter. We hope you're enjoying our journey, and we'll see you again next time where we hope to solve the mystery of where the hell can you buy a bloody self scope. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Bye!